0: Hi there, welcome to Laughter and Libations, I'm Shanu, and this is podcast episode number 44. Let's start with what I'm drinking because it's that kind of day. (laughs) I'm having vanilla coffee with plant-based creamer and five drops of stevia. Yes, it's a simple concoction, a simple libation for the morning, a simple libation to get me going, And I was tempted to add a dash of Honey Jack Whiskey, but I did not. (laughs) I resisted the urge. I mean, let's be honest, it would have been nice to have a little bit extra, but not this morning. In fact, let me take a taste. It's good stuff. Good every time. Now. I'm ready to talk. Today I'm talking about expectations. There are other people's expectations, and there are your expectations. Expectations can be tricky, expectations can definitely affect your joy. Let's start with other people's expectations. There can be a real pitfall with trying to live your life to meet other people's expectations. Notice that I said trying, which means you have not mastered it. You have not achieved it. You have not done it. Trying means you have attempted it. You may have made a good effort at it. You very well may have done your best at it. Yet, oftentimes, you fall short. I know that's not the thing you want to hear. I don't particularly care for it either. I don't like falling short. Who does? Yet it happens. It absolutely happens. It's true. I think we fall short of meeting other people's expectations several times a day. <laughs> several times a day. I mean, there are so many of these expectations everywhere, all around, every day. Take a moment and think about all the people who expect something from you. Let's begin at home. Do you wake up to a spouse, a partner, a child, a parent, a roommate, or perhaps even a pet? <laughs> If you answered yes to any of these, then I'll bet that other people's expectations are there to greet you every morning, every day you wake up. I won't ask you to list all of the things people need from you or want from you. That would be exhausting. I just want you to take a moment and appreciate the magnitude of what I'm talking about. Take a moment to acknowledge that other people's expectations are part of your life and many of the things you do are about trying to meet those expectations. It's true for me too. Acknowledge that there are days when you actually do meet those expectations. How do you feel when you meet all of those many expectations? Perhaps you feel accomplished, capable, strong, relieved, happy, or even joyful. It is also possible that you feel exhausted, overwhelmed, resentful, or something else. Now take a moment and acknowledge that there are days when you don't meet other people's expectations. Like I said, I think it happens several times a day. How do you feel when that happens? Disappointed? Frustrated? Overwhelmed? Pressure? Or something else? There's no right answer. There's no one way to feel. I think it's a mixed bag and can go either way. You might have to look beyond the surface to see what's really happening. Let's say you're a person who generally meets other people's expectations and you generally feel good about it. Does this mean it's good for you? Not necessarily. What if the expectations that others have aren't reasonable or aren't healthy, yet you keep doing all you can day after day to meet them? That good feeling you have may be reinforcing behaviors that aren't actually good for you. Let's say you're a person who realizes you aren't meeting the expectations of someone who is important to you. It could be anyone. I'm talking about someone you admire, someone you look up to, someone you care about, someone you love, or someone you like a lot, someone who you'd wants to support you. See if you can relate to this. The person, that person, that special person, wants you to do things a certain way. You have other ideas. That person wants you to pursue a certain path. You have other interests. You decide to stick with your own ideas and interests knowing that you aren't meeting that person's expectations. You do your best to cope with it while that person adds on with expressions of, oh, disappointment. Sound familiar? Plus, the person is generally unsupportive. Have you ever had that happen? Is this good for you or bad for you? it depends, right? (laughs) You might have wanted to automatically say it's bad for you. I say it depends. You could feel disappointed, resentful, or something else unpleasant, uncomfortable, or undesired. Whatever it is, it's not really good for you. Alternatively, you could choose to move forward unburdened by the other person's feelings and general lack of support. This is how you hold on to your own joy. This is how you keep your joy. The choice is yours. The choice is really yours. Something else that may be hard to hear is that it doesn't matter who the person is. I'm serious. This is a key point to remember. The person could be your parent, your grandparent, or some other elder. It's difficult when your own parent or an elder expresses disappointment in you or doesn't support your decision or your approach to living, right? This this is hard. However, know that you can choose how you respond to it. You have a choice. The person could be your spouse. The person you thought would always be there for you, love you, and support you. The next thing you know, your spouse doesn't understand. And it's... Your spouse is disappointed in you. It hurts, right? This is hard too. know that you can choose how you respond to it. You have a choice. The person could be your child. Now stay with me. I'm not thinking about your young child, the one that's completely dependent upon you no 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 i'm not talking about that i'm actually thinking more about your adult child you know the one the one you think is mature enough experienced enough and wise enough to see you beyond your role as parent yeah that child that's the child i'm talking about that child is disappointed in you and doesn't support you you're not meeting that child's expectations. You're blown away by it. Perhaps you're even surprised by it. The thing I want you to remember is you can choose how you respond to it. Even when it's your own child, you can choose how you respond. Now, let me be clear. If you haven't practiced this, it probably won't be the easiest thing to do. It probably won't feel comfortable to you. You might even forget that you have a choice about what to do. That's what happened to me recently. I learned that one of my elders has a problem with something I'm doing. And no, I'm not sharing specifics. (laughs) I know you want to know, don't you? No, I'm not sharing the specifics because the specifics aren't important, trust me. It's sufficient to know that the person is one of my many elders, someone I love, someone I look up to, and that I'm not meeting my elders' expectations. When I learned this, I completely forgot myself. This information, this news, seemed to come out of nowhere, and I was upset about it. I can admit that I was very upset about it shocked even i thought why are my actions a problem i remember thinking i'm an adult i can i can think of a whole lot of things to do that are much worse <laughs> i really went there you know the whole this is my life no one can tell me what to do i'm grown yes i went all the way there <laughs> It was bad. I was really charged up. I was so emotional about the whole thing. It took a couple of days for me to get to a calm place. Think about that. Think about going through that experience. Have you been there before? Now, while that's happening, that whole two days that I went through, how much laughter and joy do you think I experienced in those couple of days? answer is easy not a whole lot how could I be joyful I was too busy indulging all of these other feelings like irritation confusion and even anger plus I had these long imaginary conversations with the person have you ever done that talked to yourself it's amazing how much time you can waste talking to yourself pretending the other person is there and okay an argument could be made that maybe that's not a waste maybe it's helpful in my case it was a waste i'm going to own that it was a waste of my energy and time The other person was not there. The other person was not even thinking about it. The other person was doing whatever, living, not thinking about whatever was consuming me. And the same would be true for you. If you find yourself in this situation, know that that other person is not thinking about you. That person is living ...and moving on while you are stuck and consumed with whatever it is you're experiencing. All because you didn't meet their expectation and you let it bother you. I had to remind myself that I had a choice about how to respond. I had to remind myself that I didn't have to meet this person's expectations period. I let go. And of course, I felt so much better. It took longer than I wanted. You know, I had a couple of days there that weren't so great. Still, I got to where I needed to go. I let go and I felt better. Now I can laugh about it a little bit. I'm sure as time passes, I will laugh more. The experience reminded me that I can't allow other people's expectations to have power over me. That doesn't work for me. I've spent enough of my life worrying about meeting other people's expectations in one way or another. Can you relate to that? I did it without even knowing I was doing it. Can you relate to that? For me? That time is gone. I have greater awareness of myself now. I want you to have greater awareness of yourself. I'm done with other people's expectations. I've learned it's not best for me to focus on those things. I may be aware of them, but I don't need to focus on them. I'm not saying I don't care about other people. That's not it. That's not what I'm saying. Don't get it confused. I'm saying I care about what I feel, what I think, and what I want for my own life. This makes me strive to consistently set expectations for myself and to do that at home and everywhere else. Let me say that again. This makes me strive to consistently set expectations for myself at home and everywhere else. That's a big statement. I mean it though. It takes a lot of effort. I'm not perfect at it. I strive to get better and better and better at it. Let's look at everywhere else. We've already talked about home. We already know that when you wake up in the morning, when I wake up in the morning, there are many people right there all around, maybe in the home that have expectations. And even if you wake up and you live alone, it doesn't matter. You have relationships with other people and those people have expectations of you so you wake up to the same thing. Now, let's look at everywhere else. Of course, work comes to mind for me. Everywhere else could also be school or an organization and a host of other places. Listen, it's Anywhere outside of your own home. That's what I'm talking about. I want to talk about work because there are so many expectations at work, right? You can't get away from them. There are goals to meet, performance measures to meet, targets to meet, and you may not have the opportunity to choose those goals, performance measures, or targets. You may not even have an opportunity to weigh in or influence them. Goals, performance measures, targets, call them whatever you like. I call them expectations because that's what they are to me. As I've already said, I strive to set my own expectations. So how does that work at work? (laughs) Great question. I love that question. (laughs) Here's my tip. Choose a career that aligns with your values. Choose a company with a goal that aligns with your values. Choose an organization with a mission that aligns with your values. Choose carefully. Position yourself to be able to set the goals, performance measures and expectations or targets, whatever you wanna call them. You heard me. Position yourself to be able to influence the goals, performance measures, and targets. In other words, the expectations. Let me say it again another way. Position yourself to be a decision maker, influencer, leader, wherever you are. Those are my tips. (laughs) Here's another tip. Once you know the goals, performance measures or targets, the expectations, find the aspects of the work you do where you have control and set your own expectations for yourself. Find the aspect of the work that you have control over and set your own expectations for yourself. Oftentimes, you're told where you have to end up, not how to get there. Sometimes you're told where to end up, some of how to get there, and there's still room. There's room for you to set your own expectations for yourself. You have to look for it. You have to find it. There are also times when you're told where you have to end up how to get there and there's almost no room for you to set expectations for yourself i know it happens it, it it definitely happens i just don't have a really good example of it and i can't say that i've experienced a lot of it fortunate for me at least i think it's fortunate I seem to be able to find that aspect of what I do that gives me a little bit of freedom to do that, you know, to set my own expectations. I I think it's because I look for it. I'm wired to look for it. So I look for it and I find it. You can too. I do it because it's important to me. I just said that earlier that I want to be able to set my own expectations for myself. It's healthier for me. I'm happier when I do that. Sometimes you have to turn away from all of it, all of the external things. Stop focusing externally. I know I'm happier when I focus internally. Perhaps... That's best for you too. That's just the way it works for me at this point in my life. I don't want to be driven by other people and what they expect of me. Expectations are everywhere, all around. Expectations aren't inherently bad or negative, they're not inherently good or positive either I do think expectations can be good when they are yours when they come from a healthy place and I have to say when they are reasonable at least that's the way it needs to be for me your mix your criteria might be different that's my criteria find yours The thing I encourage you to do is to increase your awareness of other people's expectations and how you tend to be affected by them. Is striving to meet other people's expectations a joyful experience for you? That's the question. What's your answer? If it's not, It may be time to change. Set your own expectations. Strive to meet your own expectations. I think you just might find more joy if you do. Thank you for listening. Let me know your thoughts about expectations and joy. Connect with me on Instagram at Laughter and Libations or Twitter at Laughs and Libs. Share the podcast with someone you think will enjoy it. And remember to subscribe or follow wherever you're listening today. And finally, check out laughterandlibations.com for articles on related topics. Until the next time, find what makes you laugh, and joy will find you. I don't know.